Got this shirt in Cali. Target. Target. <laughs> okay. Is there really a word for Target? Is it is that what it is in French? Target. No. Or that's just some bullshit that someone in the suburbs made up. You know, that's just why. <laughs> this is why they hate us. You know, because we're so free that we can just make up words and say it's legit because yeah. no one's going to yeah. tell them that they're or wrong. Or just use them wrong. Like what was the one? The carte, carte blanche. Carte blanche. <laughs> Yeah. Carte blanche, is that what you want me to say? And then they massacre it like I do and laugh about it. So you're bas- I'm basically laughing at their culture. They don't like that shit. No. It's insulting. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I just wanted to get that out. Okay. Let's get this show on. Sound, sound is good. <clears throat> Ooh. Look at her stretching. She's not ready to be in the studio. <laughs> no, I'm not. No. <laughs> Miriam Tazi, what's happening? What's up, Malcolm Riddle? Ooh. There she is, people. I'm here. I'm here. No. She needs to tighten her wig up. <laughs> she came in the studio in the PJs. <laughs> it's my day off. Relax. You always use a day off as an excuse. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I have to dress up really for work either, but... Whatever. Comfort. I like to be comfortable. Come as you are. Well, that's why we don't do this on video. <laughs> yeah, because like I said, you know, <laughs> well, some days you come in, your, your, your wig is feathered, you know what I mean? Blow dried to perfection. Oh, really? Yeah, you know. Sorry. <laughs> not today. No. Not even close, people. Thanks. But that's okay because you can't see her and I can. But she's still smiling. Look at her ear. Ear people, yeah, I'm in a good mood. <clears throat> and welcome to another episode of American Riddle. And as promised, this is part two of the recap. Yeah, got you in, in suspension, huh? <laughs> I thought I was hearing some feedback, so I was trying to listen for it, but you you don't hear yeah. what I hear. Um, yeah, so we're doing a another recap, hip hop. You know, I'm gonna keep this thing going. That's okay. Ooh, Giovanni Ramirez. Hear that beat. Geo. Geo, Geo. Geo. It's so weird when you start adding your own ad lib. Yeah, just make it up as we go. That's how we do it here. So, yeah, we're doing another recap episode. We're going to get into it. I think um, some of you have been, uh, I got some feedback about, uh, you know, they miss, they want to hear about the movie reviews because a lot of movies have come out since. Mm. I went to see uh, Big Daddy Kane rock him, Blastmaster, KRS-One, you know what I mean, Common. I was going to say, don't forget him. The Million Man March. A lot of stuff's happened. A lot of films have come out, but I'm going to have to hit them later, because if not, I'd have these two and a half, three hour podcasts, and I'm sure some of you would listen, but it's better to just break them apart and, you know, know, uh, what are you going to do? Go out, go to the movies, don't wait on my review. You're waiting on my review. It's a sad day. We won't go until Malcolm lets us know that it's good. It's a sad day for America. I mean, I can understand why people will wait to hear what you say. Why? So that, you know, you don't want to go and waste your money. You know what I mean? And just like have someone who you you trust someone's taste, you know? It's like you're the guinea pig. Who's the guinea pig? You. 
Why am I the guinea you pig? You go to every theater. I'm not really a guinea pig. I just, <clears throat> you know, I see film. I go out and, you know, I watch stuff. I don't really, I don't. You're like a filter. Yeah, I don't invest a lot of time in reading about the film. If it's, if the trailer, you know, kind of piques my interest or uh, the storyline, then I'll go see it. The actors, whoever's, whoever's in it, usually that's how it works. You know what I mean? The Fair branding, enough. you know? Mm-hmm. The marketing, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to read all into the forms and what's this? What like they've just recently released the new Star Wars trailer and everybody, it's a buzz. The internet is on fire. It it shut. What is it? <laughs> it killed the internet. It broke the internet. That's the isn't that the word? Yeah, yeah. Mold killed, it killed <laughs> yeah. the internet. Yeah, it broke the internet. Really, yeah. Fandango shut down. It wasn't ready for the flood of of moviegoers that are buying. Who cares? Like, I get it. You know me. I love Star Wars, but I like Star Wars, my Star Wars. You know, all this other stuff, I don't... You don't mm. think J.J. Abrams is going to do a good job? I'm sure he will, but, you know, I don't want another Lost episode. (laughs) I've had enough, you know? I've had enough of depressing shit. It goes back to the leftovers. Yeah, I quit. I'm almost getting ready to stop watching that. Just because it's just too... I can't handle too much depression. Especially when I'm looking for an escapism, you know what I mean? A form of escapism. Mm -hmm. So when it's just full on, and excuse the word, but when it goes full retard, you know, as as Robert Downey Jr. stated in Tropic Thunder, it's too much. Mm -hmm. It's overkill, over drama, like Black Mass was, you know what I mean? It's just full on. I mean, <clears throat> the reason why many people like that, the, the zombies, the, 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 the extreme zombie chases and sports, and I've talked about this before, is because they're bored. Because they're so comfortable and so free within their own life that they need that to stimulate them, which is, you know, motherfuckers getting eaten alive. That's weird. I don't need that. I'm okay with you not needing yeah, that. Yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay with, you know, if I go see a zombie film... Or a movie, and I get my hour and a half, two hour fix, and I move on. But I'm not trying to watch a whole season of it. Yeah. You know, three years, four years, five seasons of just the constant. And same thing with like, you know, The Leftovers. It's season two. Leftovers is on HBO right now. And I guess one of the creators is from Lost. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's kind of that same monotone, kind of like depressed state. And it, granted, that's part of the theme, but it's just. You know, it's kind of hacky too. You know, the last episode they were doing the uh, the jazz drums really fast, and that was it, it totally ripped off the movie. What was the movie with the uh, Michael Keaton? Oh, the Birdman. Yeah, or... get up on that mic. You said you had it positioned the way you wanted it. Oh, I... I was just leaning back. I was okay, listening. Don't get too comfortable, Tazi. <laughs> I can't have that. This is a professional broadcasting <laughs> studio. Okay, <Yeah>. live. <laughs> This is live, okay? Sponsored and all that. And speaking of sponsors, I'm not even gonna, I'm gonna get off this film okay. and, and right. craziness. But speaking of sponsors, go to the AmericanRiddle.com and click on the uh, the Amazon and iTunes banners. Uh, that'll help uh, any any of your purchases. If you bookmark it, any of your purchases will help keep this podcast going. So definitely, uh, you know, go to AmericanRiddle.com, click. And bookmark uh, both the Amazon and iTunes uh, iTunes banner, right? Mm-hmm. It's good, right? It's good. Have you done it? Yes. Yeah, wait. <laughs> wait. <laughs> that, that didn't even come off right. That was too fast. It's not no, I did, or of course. It was, yes. I, I no, you have will. not done. There you go. 
I will. My, my own crew. So if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> if you appreciate this podcast, you know, if, if you want this podcast to stay on the air live coming <laughs> at you, uh, just do us a favor and do, do me a favor and, and bookmark it. Okay. Uh, it's AmericanRiddle.com and you'll see the banners. All right. So uh, with no further ado, let's get down to the, uh, the common and KRS recap. So this was, this was a couple weekends ago and we were, uh, you know, it was just, it was just a, there's no way really for me to, to say it. I mean, it was a, a celebration because a, I had Rock him and Big Daddy Kane I'm Thursday asking. night. Friday night was Common and KRS, and then Saturday was the uh, I think it was the twentieth anniversary, right of the so. of the Million Man March, which I missed uh, the first time around. And I, I I think I've talked about. I know I've talked to you about it, but I've mm-hmm. talked about this on a podcast where. That's one of my biggest, one of my regrets. Mm-hmm. And people always go and they, they're full of shit when they say, go through life without regrets. Well, what is that? Huh? I, I got a whole bunch of regrets. Well, there's people who say that I don't have any regrets. I'm like, well. I regret a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot. Like a lot of stuff. But one of them, you know, and, and, and I, was, I was headstrong about that weekend. You know, having, um, uh, you know, Kane and Rakim uh, in town. And KRS, and, and, and again, you know, I'd never seen Kane. Right. I'd never seen KRS. So those, that right there, I was, I was you know, over the moon. And How do you feel now that it's had a little time to sink in? Yeah, it's, it's weird because I was talking to, the, um, to a friend of ours, Rick Marrero, who's been on the podcast. And, uh, you know, I, when I think about it, I get very excited. But I can't think about it too much because, I mean, it, you know. You'll be in La La Land, you know what I mean? It's just, for me personally, I mean, just think, think about it in your perspective. If you're listening to this show and, and, you know, you might, you know, be into rap, but those might not be your dudes, you know? Everybody, okay. everybody has their, their yeah. dudes uh, that, that, that talk to them, uh, that speak to them, you know? That, that, that's, it could be, you know, an actor. It could be a- actresses. It could be directors, filmmakers. It could be anyone, mm-hmm. you know, politicians. It could be anyone, you know? But uh, in my case, I mean, since, you know, we started this show, I've always talked about Rakim and KRS in the same breath. You know what I mean? As much as I talk about Tom Cruise. I mean, (laughs) the only thing that could trump this would be to close out the year and I meet Tom Cruise and I hang out. Not not just me, but hang out. You know what I mean? buddy buddy picture you know what i mean Can you imagine look you're smiling because you know because now that you put it out there in the universe i think i have a feeling it's gonna, it's gonna happen. happen it's gonna manifest yeah because it does a lot of stuff manifest yeah doesn't it? it's weird how that works the universe is a weird place but it is weird even even my brother my, my buddy bryant he's been on the podcast in the earlier episodes and we'll have to get him back on the show yeah. he even called me up and was saying that, you know, man, I mean, you're really making it happen. And, you know, like I always tell people, like I did in the last show, don't get it twisted. It's not like, you know, I'm rolling in dough or building some empire or anything like that just because I'm with this celebrity or that celebrity. But, I mean, he has a point. Like, you should be thankful that you're able to do this because, like he said, it's not like I'm meeting Bono, you know. It's not like I'm... It goes to show your point that these that there's a difference in um, how accessible certain people make themselves. You know what I mean? And 
you know, you did get to meet KRS, but you didn't get to meet Common, you know? So there's like a difference. Common's on a, yeah, he's just different once you get to like a certain, you know, or, but KRS is just known to be an approachable person, you know, and his music and his interviews and his lectures and all that, like he's very open to getting that out there free, you know, and to just educate people. It's a different, different priorities. I think, you know, he wants to be with the people, you know, it keeps him real. It keeps him down to earth. You know, certain people just kind of lose that. And like, I feel like Bono, you know, I mean, he's like, he, he performs in stadiums, you know? So it's like, you, barely even see him on stage you're mostly seeing him on another screen you know so there's just so many more walls i don't know i like i like the intimacy and like being able to access you know certain, certain yeah and and you know. we we touched on this on the last show about that accessibility mm-hmm. and also how we kind of disregard a lot of the uh uh, a lot of the elderly, uh, yeah. I guess that's the right word, the older statesmen in hip hop, mm-hmm. um, and and they recognize it. This is why they go overseas, yeah. and you know this is where they they uh, tour uh, the most. I'd say uh, w- within their own backyard too, because if you live in New York, every weekend there's plenty of shows going oh, yeah. on. That's true. But a lot of it, a lot of it's happened with the love that the UK is showing them. You know what I mean? I mean they get a lot hip. They they embrace and. Uh, you know, take hip hop to a whole new level. And I can only, I'm only basing that on what I see online. Mm-hmm. And when I Google any artist, name an artist, and you Google their tour and you look at their, their list, their dates, and it's all overseas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, we, I think we have to, and I'm happy. No, I'm happy that works out in our favor here in the States. But at the same time, these guys, I mean, you know, this is like, only way I can, I can really say it is like, if you had an opportunity, opportunity to, to to hang out with miles davis or quincy jones you know what i mean i mean when i was in la it was the same thing i i, I saw a couple occasions where dr dre was just chilling in a cafe and i didn't make an attempt you know what i mean to to roll up on the man or anything like that but uh um there are places you know of course los angeles new york you know different scenes where you will see these iconic figures um, but, I, you know, one of the things that I've noticed is that they are very much so approachable and willing to give you the time of day. And, uh, you know, I think, I think, you know, 20, 30 years from now, 50 years from now, people will look back and be like, man, you know what I mean? It, it's kind of a missed opportunity. But hip hop itself is still in its infancy stages. It's still very young, mm-hmm. but also very... Uh, what is it? Uh, it's uh, influenced and its impact on a global scene generates, I don't know, billions of dollars. You know, so it's on that level. But, you know, I mean, I don't know if it's as easy if you want to see, you know, if you try to catch up with the, you know, Drake or someone like that, how accessible they are, you know. I don't know. Not my know. dude, though. <laughs> Me neither. Not my dude. Mm-mm. You know, but uh, you're right. Common, common is definitely on a different, uh, different playing field, and I think people need to, you know, no matter who the artist is, whether it's you two, the Stones, anyone, you know, you should support that artist. But you know, make an effort also. Because yeah. if we if we treat them as gods and we're standoffish, you know what I mean, and don't make that, you know, attempt 
to shake their hand or to or 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 to meet them then you know they may it may push them away as well and be like you know maybe maybe I shouldn't fuck with these people I don't know I don't know how it works to be honest you know mm-hmm. what I mean I mean I mean you can't you, you you when you get to a certain level you can't interact with everyone it's it would be too much I'd assume, but but KRS didn't didn't care. I mean, he was just he was out there with us chilling. What I mean by us, I mean everyone chilling. He was in the like middle. It, he thrives off of that, you know. People are different. Mm. But uh, you know, back to my regrets, I, I didn't <laughs> want to miss that chance, and it, it makes no difference to me. Like I don't care about hanging out with any anyone, but for me, it's that moment. You know, it's it's just like when I the first time when I went overseas, I couldn't believe that I went to Hungary, Budapest. Um, Rome, Italy, uh, Paris, France. And every time I stepped off an airplane and, and landed on the soil, I would always think about that kid from Flint, Michigan. Be like, I'm here. I can't believe it. No joke. I would always say that. And it... It's it good al- to realize that, though, you know? And every just- time. There were times when I was... I took this wine tasting. It was like a... I don't know what. It was like a wine dinner on the river in Paris or something like that. And I remember people were talking. I remember I went to the corner and just looked out by myself and stood there and I was like, I won't get this time back. You want to absorb I don't want to be there like, you know, with the masses talking about this wine. I don't care about that wine. I don't. But that moment to be in Paris, France, like, you know, under the moonlight, going, I can't remember the river, whatever the river is right there in Paris, but going down and then seeing all of the history right there in my eyes, I won't get that moment back. So I wanted to absorb that moment. Mm -hmm. And I think moments like that if you miss those moments, those that's where you're going to have regrets. You know what I mean? Those are the moments that count. All this other stuff that people talk about, like we talked about it on the last show, you know, the, oh, I, you know, I got work. You know, 15 years from now, that work won't, might not be there, but you'll be there. Your friends will be there, your family, uh, you know. So those are the things you want to want to capitalize on. And that's why I said with the Million Man March, it was important that it was and is for the culture to unite for the betterment of not just the culture, but everyone that's influenced by blacks in America, by uh, any culture, and to have a gathering of that magnitude, for me to miss it has always been a void. And I missed it because I wanted to work overtime. Now understand this. I'm not at that job anymore. That job, you know... Isn't wasn't there for me, you know. We moved on. We've moved on, you know. What I mean, without you know, you know, I don't need to you know, sling mud or anything like that. But it, the point is, it doesn't matter. And I always tell friends of mine, some of the stuff you're going you're arguing with your girlfriend, your wife, whomever, that stuff's not really going to matter. It's going to matter the stuff that that, that that sticks. You know what I mean? That bond that holds people together. That's the stuff that matters. Friends, family, you know. Basically that, you know, what you love, what you're passionate about. That's the stuff that's going to get you through. And that's the stuff that you're going to remember yeah. 5, 10, 15, 20. You're going to want to remember, <laughs> you know. I remember turning down to me, man. My brother went. Uh, my, my, my old man went. You know, millions of people went. You know, I wasn't there. And it, it's always bothered me. And you know when I when I talk about family, I have a buddy of mine, the aforementioned Bryant. His mom's going through it right now. She's been diagnosed with cancer. She has a very, 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 very short, you know, period of time to live. 
And, uh, you know, him being a, a uh, only child, I mean, I, I can't imagine what they are going through. I can't. I, can. I mean, thank, thank goodness, you know, uh, you know, he has, uh, they have grandparent, uh, grandchildren now. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a nice, very close family. But I'm always telling him, you know, go there. Spend time. You know what I mean? Even if your job, no, put it on the line. It sounds crazy for me to say this, right? And it's, it's, it's crazy when you think about it that you have to choose. But choose time with your mom or your father or whoever's going through it. Your friend, whoever's going through whatever they're, they're dealing with especially when it's life and death. Because this also goes back to the 90s, early 90s, when my grandfather was sick. And he was dying, and I didn't go back up. I didn't go back up. Like, I was, I was, I was at battle with myself about thing, my past in Flint, Michigan, and, you know, I was angry. You know, I was... Uh, I was, I just, I was, I was, I was filled with a lot of emotion and I was trying to distance myself and turn off the emotion. And at the same time, I didn't realize that it was, it was, uh, you know, cutting off my relationship with what's most important. And I didn't know at the time that it would affect me, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 plus years later. And so when my grandfather passed, I even I didn't even see him for an extensive period of time. You know, this is the guy that took me in. Like when my parents split up, you know, my brother and I lived with my grandparents. So I mean, it was you know we were very young. I mean that that part of uh, of my life it was a big impact. And I basically you know I turned my back to um, you know to him. At his time in need, you know, that's a, that's a bad deal. And that's one, another regret. I learned from that and you move forward. And when my grandmother, his wife, when she was moving on in age some many years later, I, I made it a point. This is probably 2003-ish, uh, 2004. I made it a point and I would go up to Michigan quite a bit, you know, like once a month or whatever, hang out, eat. Eat. Yeah, we would eat a lot. Go out to dinner. You know what I mean? Little things. Stay for the weekend, three days, four days, or whatever. And then when she when she uh, got sick and she was in the hospital, I was up there a lot. And I was there when she passed away. And um, you know that stayed with me because it was a it was closure. You know what I mean? It was it was closure in a sense that you know it's not like without sounding selfish. It 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 was a uh, it was a chance, um, I guess, I don't know if, if, if redeem is a way, but it, it felt good for me to pay my respect in that light, to spend as much time as I could, you know, with that woman, my grandmother. So, uh, and I was able to, and I was, I, I had a job, uh, you know, went in the wine business where I had that flexibility with my time where I could maintain uh, some form of communication without actually being physically in the state. So, you also had good people helping you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Were you were? You, yeah, thank you. Were. Yeah. I was taking the orders. Yeah, and taking I'm sending emails left and right. So, yeah, it was. Uh, and, and but my point I'm trying to make is, don't you know hesitate 
to um, to spend time with what you love and what loves you, family, friends, uh, music, whatever, whatever, it, whatever it is, because you will look back and anything that you're thinking of right now, you know what I mean? Uh, it could, whatever it is, you know, your work, you know what I mean? It could be a group of people that's pulling you away from what you're passionate about, an individual, it could be anything. But I mean, go with your heart, man, because it, it's going to, believe me when I say this, it's going to stay with you. And uh, I can't put it any other way. So, you know, to Bryant and uh, his family, I mean, you know, we're, we're with you. And, you know, all I can say is uh, to deliver a, a personal message on air is, you know, spend as much time as you can, you know what I mean, with your, with your parents, even if you got to do it alone. Believe me, your children, your wife, they'll understand. Yeah. They might not at first. They might, you know, wonder where the hell, you know, Pops is. But uh, at the end of the day, um, everything will fall in, in the order. Uh, it, it really will. Uh, so, uh, whatever it is, not just him, Bryant and his family, but anyone that's, that's listening to this, uh, you know, make that move and, and stay committed and keep, keep pushing forward. Because, uh, at the end of the day, if your job or if the people around you don't understand, then they don't need to be in your life. True. You know what I mean? And any any suffering that you do in that short term, you'll get back tenfold in the long term. You will. It, it, you know, at least that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. But uh <laughs> no, it's 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 very much true. So do that and that's that's what you know, that's what you know propelled me and that was that was my mission Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Thursday, of course, being Rakim, Kane, Friday, KRS Common. And Saturday was the, uh, the, the, the anniversary, the Million Man March. Uh, and, you know, we, we pulled it off. You, you know, did. It took about a week to recover. <laughs> <laughs> and granted, I didn't drink. So, I mean, it was, you know, but just, just physically. The pure excitement, you know, the tense. Like, yeah, just- emotionally. I mean, it was, it was very demanding. And of course, being out to, you know, the KRS show didn't until like 3 in the morning. So... Uh, yeah. Well, because Common was late. Well, yeah, I mean, all that, and just, it, it was a late night show. I mean, this yeah. show right here was, and then having to be up early in the morning Saturday to go to the Million Man March. <laughs> so, I mean, it was all challenging. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, 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 the difference between the KRS One show and the uh, Rock, Kim, and Kane show, if you've ever been to the Howard Theater in Washington, D.C., it's more intimate, mm-hmm. you know. It's a smaller venue. It's gorgeous. Just Google Howard Theater and look at it. I mean, they've restored it. Beautiful. It's a great venue. They got uh, George Clinton will be there in November. Parliament. Yeah. Really? Yep. On Thursday night. I think it's the Shit. 19th, I think it is. It's so that would be something. Funky up in yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they have plenty of people that, that, that come uh, through there. Uh, so that's a, it's a more intimate, um, venue. Now where KRS one was, it was a place called echo stage, Northeast Washington, DC. Now this is one of those, uh, it's like a factory, a warehouse, mm-hmm. if you will. And on both sides, I mean, I've, I don't go to a lot of clubs, but this is set up where it's basically feeding cattle liquor. I mean, it's just a bar that's, you know, I don't know, maybe 25 feet long, if not longer. I mean, it's. It's insane Jeez. how long that bar is, you know? Maybe you didn't even utilize it. I didn't. <laughs> no. No. I mean, what are you going to do, you know? 
I guess you could go there to party and stuff. And then they, there's an upstairs with all the couches, uh, tables. That's probably the VIP where you get mm. bottle service, right? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you know, I'm a rational thinking man. Like, what are you going to do? Go no up there and sit down? Yeah, you're going to, you know. <laughs> I'm in the alcohol business. I know what they're charging for this stuff. I'm not paying, you know, two grand or whatever it is for a mm-hmm. bottle of champagne, you know? Yeah, you, you'd be insane. But this place is set up. I guess you said you know a little history of Echo Stage. Well, just a little. It's not history. I just know a lot of kids that go there for like, you know, raves and stuff. You know, it's for like yeah. The so light. it's huge, and the light yeah. show is, is yeah. beautiful. I mean, it's yeah. it's well, beautiful meaning, you know, it's it's got all the glitz and glam for us, the lights and and the flashing and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it is what it is. Yeah, I don't know what they call it. Well, what? effects. Oh, you know maybe what I mean? it was a light show. Yeah. And they, you know, they'll play uns, uns music and then it's mm-hmm. like, you know. So we didn't know. Like Andy Katz and I, we, we usually hit the, uh, go to these shows together and we go to the Howard Theater. And a lot, of, a lot of people, with some respect, kind of recognize us more him than me. But, you know, there's, there's always a chance that we can get backstage. You know what I mean? Greater chance for him because he's the art guy and he does a lot of these 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 pictures and uh, portraits uh, on a grand scale. Uh, but I'm just along for the ride. But it's like I always tell him, and you guys have heard me say this: Hey, man, I'm just happy to be watching the show. You know what I mean? To be be in love. You know what I mean? Again with hip hop and just to be uh, just to embrace that. I'm, I'm in a very happy place when it comes to to that. The uh, but with Echo Stage, we didn't know anyone, you know, so we walk in and it's you know, it's a warehouse feel, it's cold, it's kind of stark, you know. Of course, it's got the lights and plenty of alcohol. The biggest bathroom I've ever seen was just rows and rows and rows and rows of, of, of urinals mm. and stalls. And there's a man there who you know, who gives you lotion, you know, when you wash your hands, that guy, yeah, right, yeah, that guy's there, you know, you give him a buck. Yeah, here's a, he gives you a towel and stuff, so you got to like give him a buck, right? Yeah, you're supposed to. I mean, he's working hard. Can you imagine working in the toilet the whole time? Like, Yeah, but I mean, you probably get, you know, you get, you get a 1,000 people I that always, walk through there, and if a 1,000 people give you a dollar, it's not a bad come up. I hope they do, because when people are drunk, they don't pay attention. Yeah. You know, so there's you, that problem, too. What? You make sure you're on that mic. Sounds like you're far away. Oh. Could be my ear, so. <laughs> Yeah, well, your senses are <laughs> yeah. My senses are, are diminishing, as Miriam Tazi says. Couldn't read a label when the mics aren't on. I'm not even going to get into that right now. What do you mean? I couldn't read the label. Fucking the vitamin bottle has very small print. I mean, who can read that? People with glasses or good eyes. Well, you you used to have good eyes. Have you seen the print on these vitamin bottle or just anything lately? I mean, you'd have to be, you You would have to well, be like from... serial numbers and stuff. But you know what? I mean... I know something's there. There's a lot there. There's a lot of... That's not meant for reading. <laughs> <laughs> I go online and just pull it up. I'm not reading that. But anyway, back to the... Sorry. Yeah, back to the lab. So the... Uh, yeah, the, I mean, the, the place is a big warehouse. So we go up in there, and this is where we get down to the nitty-gritty people. Right, uh, uh, we I knew about this event months in advance, and was ready to go. So we're we're in line, you know what I mean. Even before that, the, just the build up itself. Never seen the Blastmaster KRS One. 
never see in Common. I mean, Common to me is, I can't say he's on a different level, but he seems to be almost presidential the way he carries himself in hip, in the hip-hop culture. Meaning, you have statesmen, and you have soldiers, you know what I mean? You have generals, you know. But Common scene, and I think his nickname is, I saw on the flyer, that the president and the teacher. Oh, really? Teacher, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 that may be, I don't know if it's a nickname or not. And you really can't believe what everything that's on Wikipedia. That's true, too. You know what I mean? Mm. But, I mean, yeah, he's he's very established, you know. He's made it in the movie industry. Like, he's... He looks good. A lot of res- Hell, yeah, he, he looks, looks good. He looks good. And he looks like that in person. And, and uh, he, he has an energy about Sharp. him. Very, very clean. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know? Mm. Brother, you know what I mean? <laughs> you like that, don't you? You mm-hmm. hear that, people? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Look at her. Uh, yes, I melt. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> and so do all the other women. And that's probably why he didn't come out, because if he comes out, he's going to get, like, clawed lipstick on his collar at, at best. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> From a nice person, you know? But think about it. You know, yeah, it'd he, be hard to control yourself around. Yeah, oh, you just saw the women, man, in the heels, the shoes. You never know. You never know. The, he is single. The dress. I mean, you could tell who came out for Common and who came out for <laughs> KRS. Now, I'm sure. I'm surprised they actually performed together, but. Well, Common, Common's socially aware. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. it, it is a good balance when you think about it's different it. Different styles. Completely you know? different so. styles. Completely but even different. even Rockem and um, Big Daddy Kane though different styles. Contrast, so. but sometimes contrast is good. Yeah, you know, because yeah. com- com- I don't know, I I couldn't recite many common songs. I remember him I when could. he was Common Sense. That's okay. You know, when he went by it's the shit. Yeah, and I remember him, and I got turned on to him like I did with Guru uh, by women, <laughs> by women. Q Tip. Um, I got Q-tip kind of filled it in, but mainly I, I started taking attention because women I was hanging around at the time were all about Q-tip. Mm. They were all about guru. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They were all about common, you know, big daddy cane, <laughs> you know, sexy men. And even to go off the, the beaten path, not really off the beaten path, but, but when you think of that style of, of sex symbol, LL. Yeah. But you know, Grand Puba was mentioned oh, in that yeah. category too. People, the girls loved his voice. <laughs> you know what I mean? He had a really sweet yeah, voice. <laughs> yeah, Grand Puba was. You know, Grand Puba. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I saw him live. When back in the eighties? No, nineties. <laughs> she's laughing. <laughs> this is what I got to deal with. <laughs> Why is that a joke, though? <laughs> Why is that fun? Let's get into that. <laughs> no, Are you serious? Yeah. What if I did see him in, in the eighties <laughs> or nineties? Well, why is that? <laughs> no, I saw him recently at the Howard Theater. Uh, they made a when I was at the premiere. Oh, and yeah, the uh, Pete that's Rock show. Right. You did say there were some surprise guests. Yeah, and he, they popped in. Uh, Brand Nubian popped in, and and wasn't Bismarcky like also a surprise guest at one of those shows? Yeah, he was at the Slick Rick. Mm. So yeah, These guys. Iconic, and that was the Seriously. show that Rakim was supposed to show up at. Oh, and he got sick. He got he got ill, 
and uh, it was Slick Rick, and then Biz Markey came in, and uh, yeah, my son saw that one. So, yeah, that was that was uh, very impressive. And speaking of my son, he was he was shattered, just disappointed. Aww. You know what I mean? Let me tell you this: my son is thirteen years old, right? And uh, I bought him. You know, I did the same thing to Craig, my my younger brother, when he was. Uh, I think maybe right before when he was in his teens, uh, I bought him criminal minded and I, I gave him two turntables and a mixer. Right. And I got him into, um, you know, spinning DJ and stuff like that. He may have already been into it at some point in time. I remember because he was used to wear the dreads like crisscross. He was into Chris, you know, crisscross just, yeah, it was I, now. Yeah. <laughs> He, his whole style was like crisscross, you know what I mean? At one time, Craig Riddle, uh, look him up. <laughs> He's uh, the gentleman. Yeah, the, <laughs> the gentleman. That's his. That's his. AKA my brother. He goes by Craig Riddle, AKA the gentleman. And yeah, no, he crisscross was at his. I mean, a lot of people were. He didn't wear his stuff backwards, did he? I think he did. Oh no! But a lot of people did. You don't know, sleep on that. But- don't sleep on that. If you guys want to listen to an excellent podcast, look up the Combat Jack Show. It's a, it's a phenomenal podcast. Uh, but the the episode with Jermaine Dupree, and he goes through the whole evolution of uh, of his involvement with early hip hop, um, being a Houdini dancer, and um, uh, you know, as we know, a producer mm-hmm. uh, uh, and uh, MC on his So So Def uh, label. But he goes into all that. Um, and talks about the whole crisscross cra- uh, craze. Mm. Uh, b- but uh, back to that, yeah, my brother was uh, uh, probably into it then, but I rem- remember giving him the turn- turntables and mixer, um, KRS-One, the whole nine. And my son, the same thing. It's weird because I, I forgot about it, but now I remember, and I gave similar gifts to my son, you know, the, the Boogie Down Productions uh LPs, getting them into vinyl. Mm-hmm. You know, I would like to get him some tables too, and see if it see if it takes. He seems to be. I, I just you just don't know with children. You don't know what takes. Like some parents push them into sports. You always see them taking them to t-ball, taking them to baseball, taking them to football, taking mm-hmm. them to basketball. All these sports, and basically a lot of that's for yourself. You know what I mean? When you take the kids to the movies when they're three and four, and you're taking them to see. You know, the, the all these different things. It's more for the parents. Yeah, because you want them Play to Play like dates are for like. the parents. All that stuff's for the, more for the parents. But <clears throat> I just kind of put it out there and see. You know what I mean? I don't know. because, And I would probably know more if we lived together, you know. But um, we don't. So, <laughs> so the, but if, because I don't, I have to. Give him things, and then just see what t- see what takes. I don't want to be on him, like you have to do that. Like you know, get good grades, stay out of trouble. You know the meat and potatoes. You know what I mean? Just well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hold the door for women and and people, not just women, but anyone that's you know coming out or going in. Be respectful, you know. And he does that. My point is, when it comes to me giving him gifts, whether it's books or vinyl or anything like that. Uh, it's it's just to see where his point of interest is, and he may not even gravitate towards it till later. But I do it. That's good. I like that you're observant. You know, you're giving him a chance so that it comes from him. You know. Yeah. I just I don't know. I, you're right. Parents do kind of 
impose their yeah, and then, wishes. Yeah, then they'll look back they and be like, you know, like a few times he said some weird stuff like, yeah, you know, I'm like, I'll ask him, like, you know, what do you think about doing? You know, if you had a summer job or, or if you had a career and stuff, he's like, yeah, heating and air. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah, come on, man. You know, and I don't shut that down. I'm like, yeah, it's good because everybody needs heat. Everybody needs air. But I know where that's coming from. Like his, his mom's boyfriend does stuff like that and the influences around him. And that's good. You have male figures and people. And that's what I told him. You, you pick up little things from other people. I learned from my grandfather. I learned from my father. I learned from my uncles, uh, other male figures, you know, the numbers man, the pimp, the people that were in the community where I grew up. I picked up things from, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, my buddy Earl, not Errol, Earl, uh, <laughs> you know, I picked up, picked up things and they become, you know, you, you try to, you know, bring in the good things. But also I, I tell them, don't, don't let somebody else's ambition, don't let someone else's vision become yours. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, I, of course I give him stuff that's uh, hip hop related. Go figure. Right. Yeah. But he's, he's enjoying it like you can see that it has you know the fact that he was disappointed that he he couldn't go to Karis one you know he was and i didn't realize how much you know i I gave him the book Karis one's book the gospel of hip-hop giving him the albums of uh you know not just that i gave him beatles he's got the beatles he knows the rolling stones he has uh he has uh um, uh, the Be- Beastie Boys, Paul's Boutique on vinyl. He has a Tribe Called Quest on vinyl. He had Midnight Marauders on vinyl. He has, uh, listen to this, by any means necessary, criminal minded, okay? He's got, uh, uh, he's got um, uh, Illmatic, Nas Escobar on vinyl. He's got, I, I know I got it for him years ago, right? <laughs> but I was asking him recently. I was like, "What do I? What do you? What vinyl do you have?" And he was just list. I was like, "Man, you got the classics, man. That's true. You Lucky got some him. serious stuff." And you know, sometimes in the car the other day, he was the Stones were on or something. He was naming the songs. Oh. You know what I mean? And I was like, "How do you know? It's, a, it's the Stones, of course." Yeah. So it's it's definitely music is definitely you know something that he's attracted to. You yeah. know, and sticks and the dancing and stuff. I think that you know I. I love arts that. creativity is there yeah and I, I picked that up you yeah. know when he was playing t-ball and baseball early on and he just he'd be wasn't out into there it drawing <laughs> looking at the butterflies looking at the butterflies <laughs> and picking the dandelions it was a red flag there that uh sports was not really yeah this might not be a, a hall of famer but you know you gotta you gotta cater and see what what works but then also in you know not influence but just help to you know help it grow you know what i mean like water it to help it grow so. Yeah, you're right. Pull that chair up closer. I don't want to. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you're hating. Yeah, no, I'm not. The, the mic, you, you go away from it. Just pull it up a little closer. You, you're, you're scared you're going to bump your elbows like you usually do. Yes. I know, but that's okay. I'm going to make sure your voice, because your voice is a key ingredient to this podcast. Apparently. Key ingredient. Apparently. Key ingredient. <laughs> key. Okay. Key. Hi. Key. I'm close now. There you go. The... uh yeah, and I didn't, again, back to that, I didn't realize, you know, because it, this this show was 18 oh. and older, I didn't realize the impact of it. I didn't know, you know what I mean? I didn't know it, it bothered him. When you're a teenager and you can't go to something like that, that is like the end of the world. Yeah, you know, I had no so idea. And we'll get, to, we'll get to, you know, 
the uh and I'll, I'll share with you you know the uh you know something he said to me he he goes he goes yeah it's it's devastating uh, yeah, but you know I, I, why does it he just kept saying why does it have to be 18 and older why 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 right mm. and i was just like oh you know there's going to be some that come back around i was like he comes comes to dc at least twice a year to the howard theater so those are always all ages and they usually end around midnight anyway so it's not too bad so it's 3 a.m., it's in a rave club, all liquor and stalls, the guy that wipes your hands. Eh, mm. might not be for you. Yeah. But so that's probably for the better. You know, I can't, that would be one of those instances where I take him to a club like that. That's more for me. And if I took him, it's still more for me. Not a really a place for a 13-year-old. It isn't. So, um, you know, when he comes back, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. And, you know, he was, he was upset. And, you know, after I, I said I went and... uh uh, he he started reciting various rhymes that I didn't even know he knew. <laughs> I had no idea that he knew these rhymes by heart. So, I mean, it's definitely, KRS is, is very influential, and he said, you know, that's his favorite MC. Aww. You know what I mean? Weird. I mean, just, not weird in the bad yes. sense. It was just like, it, it took me took me by surprise that, uh, not. that uh, yeah, KRS is his guy, his dude. You know what I mean? Like father, like son. Yeah. So, nice. you know, when I went to the show, I was thinking about that the whole time. You know, I'm watching Common. Common comes out and I've got my field recorder with me again. And I thought I hit record. That's the thing about this. I need an engineer. <laughs> I need an engineer just to travel with me to make sure. And that's why I bring Craig a lot of times, too, if he's able to come. And Craig Riddle, actually, a.k.a. The Gentleman, <laughs> Actually, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> AKA the gentleman. Everybody has an AKA on this show. Yeah, I. Yeah, hmm? I'm. I'm still waiting for my list of AKAs. Everyone. Everyone. Well, you were the 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 angry African at first. Oh yeah. So you're AKA Miriam Tazi, the angry <laughs> African. But then it's moved into the African with attitude, AWA. So it's <laughs> AKA the angry African, AKA the. Uh, African with attitude, aka AWA. Okay. So right there, you got three. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm getting there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you could just do aka A, just attitude. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't have that much of an attitude. Mm-hmm. You should have a theme song just called <laughs> Attitude, and there is there is a rap song here. Let me see if I can pull oh, it up. God. There's a there's a there's a song that came out in the '80s called I Got an Attitude. Great. Uh, yep, by Ant- Antoinette. French name. That's true. Right? <laughs> I'm not French, though, but okay. This could be your theme song. It's probably going to be a commercial. Miriam Tazi. <laughs> Miriam Tazi. A W A. Man, your battle stations, I'm ready. Cold getting bigger, an idol like figure. Play me if you want and make like a trigger. Squeeze it the best. You can huff and fuck, but it's king stuff. I'll take because it. Your best ain't good enough. Then I'm thinking your body in line. This ain't your average mind. If it is, it ain't mine. Ducks, happens, I'ma show them all. I'm not a joker, but I laugh. Cause y'all can't brawl. I roll the mic smokes, I lay it to rest. Embalmed in my palm. I touch it and it's blessed. Mm-hmm. Style, I know the routine. All punk popping junk can't join my team. I got an attitude. <laughs> That's your theme song. <laughs> That's not a bad song. <laughs> I, run through the motions, I don't ramble. 
20 to 1. I'm up to par. Don't gamble. I'll take it I like that. Ball. You think this is dope? The last duck that last. She's, she's ripping it. <laughs> she is. <laughs> yeah. She ain't even taking a breath. I put bodies to work. My attitude fills the room. You can feel she just, when to, she just knows when to breathe. And got enough funk in it, too, for you. Yeah, that could be a good, uh, I like that. good theme song for you. I like that. Thank you. Right. <laughs> you can play that as you walk into work every day. You should play that song. That song should be playing every time. So anyway. Definitely have a strut to my step if I listen to that. Mm-hmm. So what were we talking about? AKAs? Why did I get into AKAs? I can't remember. Anyway, the uh, jeez, <laughs> Christ, dead air. Well, we were talking about Justin. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to wonder, what did we AKA about? Who knows? But moving right along, like I said, the uh, you know when, when when the engineer, the uh, oh yeah, having an engineer with Craig. Me, yes, AKA the gentleman. <laughs> okay. This is how we bring it back, people. You know what I mean? It's not like we got people on the sidelines, with like Wendy Craig. Williams and producers that can remind us an earpiece. None of that stuff exists. <laughs> None of that stuff exists. You know what I mean? We're going off the top. Mm. You know what I mean? One of the few podcasts. No edits. Nope. You know what I mean? We just hit record and, and let it go. Yep. You know what I mean? Someone asked me recently, uh, my man Katz, his buddy, asked me at the, uh, at the show. He was like, yo, yeah, yeah, you do the podcast. You know, how'd you, you know, how'd you, how'd you get into it? I, was, I held the field recorder up and I said, I hit record. <laughs> that's, how I got, that's how I do it. That's how I got into it. That's it. I bought this and I hit record. It's that simple. And it shows in our production. But, but the, uh, yeah, so when I'm there, I thought I hit the record button mm. at the show. And I didn't get a lot of Commons uh, show on, uh, you know. Recorded. Yeah, I didn't. But I, I got some of this stuff. <laughs> Oops, Antoinette's still playing. That's what happens, people. Antoinette. Yeah, that's you. That's your theme song. So let's pull up. Uh, maybe I can pull up a little Common for you. And like I said, the way Common, I like him a lot. You know what I mean? Because the way he represents, because there's so many times if you look at the images of hip hop and when people, a lot of people who aren't familiar with the hip hop culture, when they talk about, when they talk about uh, rap music in a whole, they, they talk about it being, you know, very aggressive and it's not for them because of this, that or the other. But not all rap is like that. Just the stuff that they're right. putting out, you know, for the mainstream, they're putting out, you know, a, a lot of stuff that is negative, a lot of stuff that is glorifying stereotypes. But I mean, this brother—he's bringing it. He's in, like you said, TV, films. Just won the Oscar last year uh, for Selma. Yeah. So I mean, everything that he represents is what's good in hip hop. And he 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 goes. He transcends across, uh, breaks down racial barriers. Like he's loved by the people. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's one of the things I like well, about he's, him. He's, yeah, he does music for the people. And the fact that you know he's a sex symbol doesn't hurt his uh, his mm-hmm. status either with the ladies. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I think I've got some comment on. So he's taking a uh, stroll down memory lane. Then I start to meet my peers like Nas and Jay Z. Then I start to look at the future like Kanye, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole. But after 23 years in this... That's Andy talking in the background, you hear him? (laughs) I feel blessed to be here. It's going to pick up everything. Yeah, the the feel recorder does pick up, but 
you can see. I mean, it, it'll pick up the show. Yeah. And it depends which way I have these these directional mics positioned too. I'm learning that much. Man, I still feel it in my soul. I'm still hungry about this shit, man. For real. I walked in the crib, got two kids, and my baby mama later. So I had to deal. What I had to deal, cause I had to give. He's representing Chicago. I think he's representing Chicago in the best light because there's a lot of problems going on in Chicago. You know what I mean? In the hood, yeah. the killings, the gangs. I mean, I spent a lot of time, not a lot, but I spent some time, enough time in the hood of Chicago in the uh, in the late 80s. Um, I used to, excuse me, I used to run with... Uh, uh, you know, I, I used to run with the wrong crowd, so to speak, and you know, a lot of the disciples, the Latin kings, a lot of the, a lot of the Spanish groups, gangs out there, and it was rough. But a lot of what's going on now, I mean, it's it's been going on, and it needs to be addressed, and we need to be represented by 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 the right people. So it's it's a crazy place. There's a lot of beauty to Chicago too, but I've never been. I have a cousin who lives there. But uh, I do want to go. I mean, granted, if I went there now, I wouldn't be hanging in the hood. But you know, at the same time, I think you know we we definitely need to need to address what's going on there. And I think uh, I think he does a good job as a statesman. A lot of the uh, he he really gets the crowd involved, and the girls love him. (laughs) Let me tell you. I mean, like I said before, the 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 dresses and the out. I mean, the women were dressed to the nines. I told you before, I mean, cocoa butter was in full. It smelled like the beach up in that camp. Beautiful, you know. Sisters had their hair did. Of course. You know what I mean? Their nails did. <laughs> their toes did. Well, yeah. Like I said, you never know. You never know what could happen. Common yeah. might pick you out in the crowd and be like, I Word. need you in the back. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's... Uh, I think he's looking for a celebrity wife. I don't think he's going to go for a regular person. You think so? Yeah. Is he married? No. He was dating um, Serena Williams for a long time. Now, Drake has her. The fuck is that about? That really bothers me. That really bothers me. I Why would you... That's like... Ugh, yeah, I can't, even, I can't even do the math on that one. Ugh. You know? Oh, it's just... Poor Serena. <laughs> Why, Serena? Why? Why? Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. How many of y'all know about a guy named Jay Diller? Detroit. Okay, Jay Diller, he's from Detroit, Michigan. One of the greatest musicians, producers, creators that hip-hop has ever seen, that music has ever seen, that this universe of Earth has ever seen. And this one day I came to see J.D. in Detroit, I was staying at this hotel down in downtown called the Video, and I got in his truck. I was waiting for some beats. We were supposed to make some beats, right? And he started having this beat playing for me. I was like, what's this shit right here? He was like, oh, this is some shit I made right there. 
was like, what's this shit, man? This my shit? He's like, yeah, man, you can have this, man. And I was like, oh, shit. Because he had this beat going. I was like, this beat cold right here. And then he had this shit. He was chanting like, everybody said, hey. He was saying that. Hey. He was doing that. Hey. He was saying that. Hey. But Jay Dilla say, hey. DC say, All the ladies say, all the ladies say, what the ladies say, now the fellas say, hey, fellas, we do it short like this, hey, that's more manly, all the ladies say, all the ladies say, what the fellas say, hey, yeah, what the fellas say, hey, yeah, now all the ladies say, I like that. I like when you get the crowd into it. There's a lot of that going that feeling, on. That feeling, that energy, oh, yeah. it like makes the hair stand on my body. It's just like, oh, I love it. And that's, I think that's the, uh, that is an element that a lot of times you don't see in a show. You know what I mean? When you, when that flavor, you know what I mean? Getting, getting the crowd, moving the crowd, being an MC, you know, and that's, that's important. You know it's I mean? very important. Are you kidding? That makes the whole. That, that's what a show is about. You know, that's like the performance. You got to involve the crowd. If they're just there, just, just yeah. watching quietly, like sitting down, just like you know. And I've been, to, I've been to shows like that. You know, whether it it's depends. a rock show or something like that. But a lot of times, man, if that energy level is up, oh, it's so much more fun. You don't even realize that you're standing for that long. Or you're jumping. Oh, you or feel you're participating. it after. Yeah. But oh, yeah. I do. In the moment, no yeah. Doubt. <laughs> no doubt, Miriam Tazi. <laughs> But it's it, you're right. It sounds good though. Yeah, no, it's it, it's a great show, and like, you know, the, this is also one of those instances where you're at Echo Stage, and it's not even. Eh, I'd be generous to say it's half filled up. I mean, that, that place can hold a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, it's big. Uh, but it was a quarter on the floor, and uh, yeah, there's plenty of plenty of room, plenty of room to stretch your legs and stand up and meet and talk to people or whatever. No problem, you know. But it's it's one of those things also where, you know, it's surprising it's, that it's not yeah. That it's a full. weird time that you just people just I don't know if it's us meaning the culture that don't come out, you know that it's it's rare. But again, you know, because cats was Andy Cats, okay, AKA AJ Cats. He's got a lot of AKAs too. <laughs> um, he was he was even complaining. Around this time, we were watching a show, and I'm going to take you through this whole experience moving forward. He was, you know, like, is this really going to go on to three in the morning? Don't they, they, they got to realize that uh, people got stuff to do in the morning. You know what I mean? Old man. Yeah, yeah, you know. Catch uh, was concerned, you know, and we were, we were walking around at that time. You know, I, I walked over to, uh, I walked over to the, uh, uh, security guards and introduce myself like I do um, like that matters you know what I mean like that's going to give us a, a way in sometimes you know what I mean but yes I, I'm a big believer of introducing yourselves to, to people within the establishment and uh, cats came over and you know we just say we got the art you know what I mean <laughs> like it's expected yeah yeah but that's how you got to play it you know what I mean so uh, at least introduce yourself but of course this venue was much larger there he is it's a great song
yeah, he looks good too. He was in all black. Arm was back like this. You know what I mean? The ladies were all looking. Mm. They were like, <laughs> they were fanning themselves. Like, I mean, when you're right there and Common's in front of you, it's. it's and it will make you hot. <laughs> I'm asking you, like. I don't know how I would react. I would probably, I might faint. Like, and I'm not even a big fainter or anything. I don't know. I would just, I might feel lightheaded for sure. You know, I would definitely sweat. I would definitely just stare. Maybe my mouth open. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of drool. I'm not sure. <laughs> Be careful with your mouth open. <laughs> but seriously, I don't know. I would just be mesmerized you know I feel like I'm looking at a screen but it's actually him I don't know I don't know just hearing it now I'm just like you know I feel it but yeah, see the crowd loves it of course yeah they love him what are you gonna boo him <laughs> I, you know he, he is he's that type of celebrity you know when it comes down to it you know it's almost you know that on that level of uh, he made it. You yeah. know what I mean. And he's up there with the president. And he stayed the same. Like he's still, you know, like really respectable. Still good and, looking, like, slim. Took care of himself. Clean. You know what I mean. Not in trouble. No. Even if he breaks up with Serena, it's not. You know, I don't know the details. I didn't follow it, but he I knew still they kept were their stuff private. Exactly. You respect. know, yeah, respect. Yeah, it's not like you know, aired out. He also has a lot of experience. You know, I that mean, helps. Yeah. You know what I mean? He started young, you know? Yeah, see, that's the stuff that we should know about. That's the stuff that should be in the forefront. I don't want need to hear about, you know, all this craziness that's going on, you know what I mean, within the culture. Or even, you know, other madness like, you know, Justin Bieber and all this Ugh. stuff or the Kardashians Ugh. and all this stuff that goes on, you know, within that camp. You know what I mean? The, you know, it's... It's, it's it, not it, inspiring at all. It's weird which what makes the news. And I think stuff like this, examples like this, should just be also should be in the forefront of in news as, you know, some of the the craziness. There should be a balance. But there's there's not many outlets for that. I guess podcasts, you know? Yeah. So this this show was going on for a minute. And uh yeah, it was uh uh about that time where you know, we we were it was late. I know Andy was a little tired. Um, we were, you know, just mixing it up. I was just checking the place out, getting the vibe, fumbling with this, uh, field recorder, you know what I mean? Making eye contact, seeing who's backstage. Cause we were right up on stage and we could see people in, in the backstage. And, uh, at some point while, while Common, he was performing, we could see, uh, uh, Karis one we saw him in the, in the back someone i think andy might have said he was like he was like uh you know the music was playing and he was like it's a good song mm-hmm. <laughs> i think it was around this song and this song was playing and he was like there's Karis one and we could see him back there mixing it up right i just want to play this <laughs> And so we see Karis one and he looks bigger than life. You know, I've never even seen him before. I've only heard stories about him. Right. Like pe- people that know me know how much I love Karis one Yes. And they're like, you've never seen him live? Oh, you got to see him live. Everyone. Oh, yeah. Every decade, 
someone's come to me and said, you got to see him. You got to see him. For some reason, I've always missed him. Or I never made the effort. Mm. That's the thing. I never made the effort. Yeah. You know? It's not like he wasn't playing around town and stuff. It's only the past few years I've actually looked at the schedule to see when he was in town. And I've noticed that he comes to the Howard Theater in Washington, D.C. And, if you know, for whatever reason, you know, I made up excuses not to go. You know what I mean? Oh, it's on a Thursday. Oh, it's on. You know what I mean? I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not. And I'm glad I haven't been. Good. Uh, at least one of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you messed up. Um, that being said... <laughs> We Again. see him. Yeah, we see him, right? And Andy has this beautiful drawing of KRS-One. Is that big? It's huge. Yeah, as big as this table. It's a wow, picture really? that he, yeah, he drew. It's gorgeous. It looks just like him, right? So he's holding it. And Andy's a little frustrated at that point because he's just like, A, we're both out of his comfort zone, probably more, him more than I am because uh, because he is um, he's used to the Howard Theater and that yeah. venue. Yeah. I could tell, and he's a little tired. And I wasn't sure if he was feeling defeated or giving up. Wasn't sure, but I knew there was some negativity there, and I, I could see him just kind of, you know, pacing. Uh, so I walk over to him, and I go, let me see that picture, man. All right? Just just give it to me. And he, he's cool, you know what I mean? I take the picture, right, and I grab it, and I position myself where I'm in the vantage point of where Karis one standing, but he's not looking up. He's talking to someone in the background. And, uh, he, while he's talking, um, while he's talking, let me pot this down a little bit. He's, uh, there's a security guard in front of him. Right. And he is, uh, he's, uh, I'm looking at him. I got the art in my hand, right. It's down, you know, out of eyesight. And I look over at my brother, Craig, and as I, I go, Craig, I go, uh, you know, we're all looking at the same same place. <laughs> There's Blastmaster Karis one. You know what I mean? AKA the teacher. <laughs> right? We're looking, right? We can see him. He's probably, I don't know, maybe forty feet away. Okay. Plus, you know, a good a good distance. Yeah. Music's you know, comments performing. It's loud, you know what I mean? So I I bumped my brother Craig, aka the gentleman. <laughs> Right? I bump him and I go, Craig, yell. Right? And Craig goes, he goes, yo! Really loud, right? But it's hard to hear. But for some reason, it was so well timed that it was in between a break in the music, just a split second, a split second, where the guard hears it, the standing, the security guard, the standing in front of KRS 1. Mm -hmm. It shocks the guard. Like, it, it startles him. You know when you're startled, he looks up. As he looks up, it causes a chain reaction where KRS-One looks at the guard. The guard looks at the direction where the yo came out of, right? Which is our direction. As that chain reaction unfolds, I hold up the, <laughs> the artwork. And KRS-One then looks at the guard, who's then looking in my direction, where it all just connects. A bridge if you will. We created a bridge. At that moment, Karis sees the art and his eyes lights, his eyes just light up and this oh. big smile from ear to ear. And he points, yo, <laughs> and he, and he, and he's just smiling and he's happy. And he, whatever conversation he had, he breaks off. And this is the type of dude he is, right? 
He runs from around the stage. I mean, runs from around backstage, comes through, bursts through the curtains, right? The divider, right? Curtains, right? The, the two big, you know, 250-pound bouncers that are guarding that backstage area comes through, shows me love, gives me a hug and embrace, shakes my hand. Right there, I'm good. Right there. KRS just came to me. <laughs> like a bat out of hell. You know, he came, he, he, he just comes through, and he's big. He's big. You know, this dude's like 6'4". He's a big oh, dude. Very, his presence, he's got a very, very big oh, presence. It's, it's, yeah. His voice, mm, his mannerisms. It's insane, like, man. Yeah. It really is. But when showing me love, though, right? And I, I accept it <laughs> for a second, do. for a second. But then I have to immediately give it up to cats. Yeah, because you're like, I didn't Because I knew, yes, exactly. You know what I mean? I'm not a, you know, I, I can't do that. I can't yeah. accept this. I'll accept the initial love because I, I got to, right? I, well, I got your attention. It's one. Yeah, we're, we're a group. We're a team. You know what I mean? So I have to take some love for that second. And when I mean it's a second, it's literally you get the dap, you get the hug. He's happy and he's getting ready to go off and like, you drew this. But I was like, no, 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 no. And I just point at Andy because it's loud. We're by the speakers and stuff. And he's like, you know, they're, they're, they're in. I mean, we're, we're right there. Mission accomplished. Right. And there's been there's a couple pictures floating around of that meeting online on. I think I posted a couple, maybe one picture on Twitter and uh, uh, at Malcolm Riddle and on Facebook as well. The, uh, yeah, I remember Skip, one of Andy's buddy, I was just saying, just, just shoot, just, just take pictures, you know, just, just keep, you know, keep it going. I wish I would have told him just do video because you can always shoot video and then crop it out. But, but the, uh, everything just, it, it, right there, the mission was accomplished. We got his attention. He came out, you know what I mean? He just, just, came through i mean it was it was amazing uh it, it's one of those feelings you you just you you can't make it up and you, you won't get that back i mean <laughs> to have that i think andy met him before and had him sign that piece of artwork before but on the front it was so light and it was with a different pen so we wanted him to do it again and i remember krs was like yo and he, you know this is it's, you know he was just amazed right and I remember Karis once saying, is this for me? And he was happy. Mm-hmm. It was one of those moments where he was just gleaming. He was like, this is for me. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no. <laughs> and his face <laughs> oh. changed. But not in a bad way. He was like, I, I, I'd like you to, you know, endorse it, sign it. You know what I mean? But still, that second, you know how when somebody thinks it's theirs for a second? You can, I read it and I told Andy later. I was like, you know, you you might want to send a message saying I'm going to do one. I'll make for- you a personal one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Andy will. Andy will. This isn't the first time he's seen or met KRS. So, um, and he has a relationship with KRS's uh, wife as well. A, um, uh, probably a, you know, just a, they, they know him by face and his art. So it was cool. And KRS, he hung out for a minute uh, as, as he, as he did. And, th- and then he disappeared uh, by, um, what's wrong? Here, it sounded like, kids outside. Yeah, it sounded like outside a zombie. Actually, yeah, could be a zombie. <laughs> found us. So KRS disappeared, and he went backstage. But then later on in the show, it wasn't that long. It was like five minutes of show. Uh, he walks back out, and he's admiring, just watching the, um, watching the, uh, the, the, the comment show. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And uh, there's uh, there's a, a guy who's taking pictures. I think he goes by the name of DC Super Kid. 
You can find him on Twitter and Instagram. He works for the Zulu Nation, uh, takes pictures of a lot of the events, hip-hop artists around the world. Really cool. I just met him in passing. But he, he, he him and Andy are ushered. I guess they did seize the opportunity because Karis One's just standing there. He's hanging out watching Common. The crowd is like right in front of him. Every, you know, everyone's fixated on Common. They don't even realize it. To me, Karis One, it's like Miles Davis, man. You know how important Miles Davis is to jazz? That level. Is, is that a good analogy? Yeah, it's a good analogy. I mean, analogy. I can't, I cannot think of anything else. If you had a chance to hang out or get knowledge from Miles Davis, you know how people always say, oh yeah, I met Miles Davis and this is what he said to me. And people, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> ooh. You know what I mean? Miles. He spoke words to you. Holy shit. <laughs> to you. Shit, man. Those are words for life. So we're we're hanging out, right? And and I noticed that Andy and him go back. And this is all happening fast. And I always tell people, my, my son, when he came to the, the Slick Rick show, Craig, I was like, just stay close. Craig's off talking, hanging out, doing what he does. You know what I mean? Have two drinks in one hand watching the show. <laughs> the gentleman. You know what I mean? So he's nowhere to be found. And I see them. So I just kind of walk walk over and, and, and they're doing the picture photo op thing. And, and uh I, I didn't think anything of it. Like, I wasn't even thinking of any. I was good. Right there, I was good. I, I, I don't know why, but my mind goes into a place where I just want to see the show. Yeah. You know? Nothing wrong with that. I don't, I get starstruck to us, but I don't get greedy. I don't want to be, you know, clingy or hanging. And that's not even in my mind. I'm just, I just don't do that. I just, it's just nature, second nature, I guess. But I don't, and uh, Andy and them call me over, right? And I didn't expect it. They had to actually tell me. Come here, man. You know what I mean? Snap out of it. Yeah, it's, KRS is right here, right? So I come over, and here I'll play. You you won't be able to hear much, but it'll sound a little muffled. But this is the part, this is like a, a big, huge deal to me uh, personally on, on a lot of levels. So let me uh, play. You may be able to hear me talking to KRS, but the way I had the mics positioned on the field recorder, they were... There's two positions, the inward, which is if you're doing interviews, and then there's outward if it's something that's being broadcast. So I did the outward. I think it's called the Y position. So it's picking up all the the music. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not really for that conversation. So you won't be able to hear me. I'll try to turn it up. So let me see what we have. Okay. So comment is still playing. So around this time, we're, we're probably walking and everything is going on. So you can hear it. You, you can barely hear it. But you can hear some talking in the background. You, the listeners, you, may, you guys may not be able to hear this. But if you listen closely, you can hear Karis one talking. So this is the part. You heard Karis for a second, mm-hmm. right? That's when I grabbed him. He's like, he's got to go in a second because he's got to get on, on stage, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, he's got to work. Yeah, he's got to go. <laughs> I don't know what I said to him. I said something, but I was like, yo, let me just say this. I don't know why. I, it wasn't planned. Nothing ever is with me, but <laughs> it wasn't planned. But I, I pull him to the side and I'm like, yo, my son wanted to be here, right? But he couldn't because it's, it's 18. You know, he's 13. He couldn't come. And he's like, oh, man. And I was like, let me just tell you this. First vinyl I ever got him. You know what that vinyl was? I got him in vinyl a few years. Now I'm giving him a Q&A right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's him right there when, he, when I tell him, was criminal minded. And yeah. he's like, oh. <laughs> and I go, you know what the second vinyl is? Rock, rock, That's when I go, <laughs> that's when I go, the second vinyl I got him was by any means necessary. And he goes, that's my shit. Yeah. You heard that, right? Yes. So then I go, I go, yeah, my son couldn't be here today. Um, if you were to give him a message, what would you, what would you say to my son, Justin? Right. And this dude, the professional that he is. Grabs the field recorder. Yo, Justin, what up, man? KRS, I'm here at this comic concert. I'm about to go on. But yo, the mind, the mind, M-I-N-D, don't waste your mind. Visualize yourself greater than what you are. Hey. That's amazing. (laughs) I've heard this before, but it's still freaking amazing. Got your own freaking message from KRS. Yeah. Not me, my son. Yeah. So that... Uh, I'm blown away. I need to take my glasses off. Yeah, that right there. Oh, man. It was, it was mind-blowing. It was mind-blowing on many levels for me because, A, it was mind-blowing that he did it. He grabbed it. I didn't know he was going to grab the field recorder and speak directly into it like that. And I wasn't sure how or if it was even recording. <laughs> so I, my mind was blown there. I was thinking, as I always do, thinking a million things at once god i hope this is recorded <laughs> i had to go through the whole show not knowing oh if it recorded or not not knowing if there was going to be distortion not knowing if the levels were going to peak out not knowing any of that stuff and it was driving me crazy the whole time but i was on the other hand i was satisfied on uh on many levels uh just because uh it happened it it, it went down you know what i mean it it was you know, we 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 did it. I mean, mission accomplished. Amazing. We, I mean, yeah. What's what's better than that? I mean, think about that. If I told Rick Marrero this yesterday, the hip hop restaurant tour that's been on the the podcast numerous times, mm. uh, and has vowed to return. Good. But, you know, you hopefully, him. hopefully he will be on soon. Uh, he, I was telling him about this experience, and you know, I told him. Uh, I said, uh, yeah, the, you know, he, when he grabbed it, you know, and spoke, it was, it was one of those moments I'll never forget. And it's one of those moments that, uh, if my dad would have delivered a message like that to me, circa 1987, 88, say if he gave it to me in 88 or 89, after by any means necessary, I might not even know you, Rick Marrero. Hmm. Like, who knows what course? It's like if John Lennon wrote you a letter. You know what I mean? If someone or you met, like Bill Clinton met JFK. You know what I mean? It's like 
it's for me personally. I'm speaking to me. This is how big of a deal Karis One and influential Karis One uh, uh, was and is on my life. Um, I spend many hours, not hours. Well, yeah, some some days I'll spend thirty minutes, forty minutes just listening to his lectures, all on YouTube. You know what I mean? And it's just one. He's one of those spirits that is driven by a positive force. Yeah. And meeting him in real life, in person, to touch him, to be in his presence, it's, uh, you know, there's no way really to describe it. He, he is, he's, you know when people say he's bigger than life, you know, when they describe meeting the Pope or meeting JFK or meeting John Lennon or meet, he's one of those figures. He really yeah, is. He definitely has in the best way. Yeah. He's just always been that way when I would listen to him afar, whether on radio, whether on television, whether on vinyl, he's always been that way. But to be there in person um, and for him, you know what I mean? 2015, me being the place that I'm in right now, being a father, a parent, and for him to, uh, to, to grab the mic. Yo, Justin, what up, man? KRS, I'm here at this comic concert. I'm about to go on. But yo, the mind, the mind, M-I-N-D, don't waste your mind. Visualize yourself greater than what you are. Hey. I need everybody fucking to put their fucking And then this up. comes on. We got the and it's like right, really right before he goes on. Last thing he says before he goes on stage. The last thing. That's insane. It's the last thing he's thinking about before he goes. Like, that's, that's, I don't know. Uh, that's and, crazy. And he goes on and he brings it. Powerful. Bass is just kicking in there. I say it's like the beat's really aggressive. Of 
The whole show, he's he's giving you the good stuff, knowledge. Pulls you in with knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and then he, he fades the music, brings the music, fades the music. It just pulls you in. Here we go. is going crazy of right now. Of course. The place is going nuts. I mean, whenever you hear this song, wherever you're at, you're going to go crazy. It's just it's just one of the best songs ever.
Yeah. And it's just, it's it's going, it's full force. Like, it's game on right now. The bass, you can feel it in your chest. Yeah, your clothes are probably vibrating oh, off man, of it's, you. It's insane. It's, uh, you know. Magical. It really is. And, and you know, it, it already started off perfect. Like, you know, where we were worried, we were worry-free. You know what I mean? Where we were concerned, we were then, we then had no concerns. You know, it just, everything just lined up that weekend. Everything just went boom. I'm glad everything went well. Boom. That's the way it should happen. Yeah, this show was, uh, it was spectacular just to see him in that element. And the fact that he, he takes the time to educate you of what's going on past, present, and future. And then use the music to entertain you. Yeah. As he said, it's edutainment. Well, right, because you know how many kids rem- know all lyrics to songs, but they don't know the, the you know words to a poem. They know. Or they they d- just, yeah, music is one of the best ways to actually recite and remember things and retain things. So, like, my dad used to always make fun of me when I'm growing up. Like, I could sing every song on the radio or whatever. I'd play music in the car and I would sing along with it. And he yeah. was just like, why can't you recite your lessons like that? And I'm like, well, it's not the same. It doesn't have that same context. This but, dude has the lessons. Right. But it's just, it, you know, I wish teachers had more freedom, you know. Professors had more freedom to, like, find how kids will learn and absorb without making it so stale, you know. Well, just, just the fact that, that, that KRS, to show you... How? Oh. Hold on. He should have been here. That's a great beat too. the best beats he knows how to hype look so commanding he just commands the room like I just come out his voice is just and it's so easy for him looks like comes through him yeah it's amazing and it comes through on this field recorder. Like, you weren't even there, and you can feel it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's breathtaking. It's yeah, it's, it, it really is. And the fact that he's able to teach and reach you by the aid of music. So, to what your father said, why can't you learn? This is someone that is teaching. You know what I mean? We're not making Brilliant. this... Yeah, we're not making this stuff up. I mean, this is a stuff... This is... Like, I'm actually happy. I'm more than happy. I'm actually pleased that my son takes to him. And he doesn't even know he has this message, this personal. Unless he listens to this podcast today, but I'm going to give it to him on Sunday. So, you know, I doubt he he downloads it as soon as it's uploaded. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what he does in his time. But uh, I don't think uh, he'll hear it. But just the fact that 
he has a personal message from someone that he holds high regards. You know what I mean? Someone that he holds he, up there. I told what? you, I would like you to videotape his reaction when he hears it. I want to see. That's a good like, idea. Because it's something he's never, you're, his face, like, it's, he has no idea. No idea. No. No idea. Idea. Yeah, he has no idea. None. He doesn't have a clue. Like, I don't even think he's going to hear it. He, He's not going to be like, wait, wait, did he say my name? You know, it's going to be yeah. one of those like, wait a minute. I got to hear that again. What was that? You know? It's amazing. People are going crazy. I love when he does the reggae stuff. His voice is so good for him. It was insane because back when I... Back when I, uh, uh, you know, discovered him, um, it was it was it was weird because no one was doing reggae stuff. Oh, like no one was. He he mixed that up really nicely with hip hop. Like he's got he's got some really good beats. He's got that yeah. vo- he's got the perfect. It was voice few for few it. people were doing eighty seven. No one was doing it. Perfect- Maybe Just Ice, and I don't think you know who Just Ice is. Mm-mm. So yeah, it was uh, it was very 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 few people uh, that was doing it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, oops. Whoa. Almost spilled my water there, people. No, leave it there. It's good. It's good. I got this. So, yeah, Mm. let's, um, yeah, you just got to sigh and breathe. Right? Yeah, it's amazing. Amazingly disappointed in myself, but. Well, there's still more. Yeah, you just have to, uh, you, you got to take it all in. You gotta take it all. Yeah, Just Ice used to do, uh, he used to do uh, reggae, and he's done a couple songs with, more than a couple songs with KRS, actually. Uh, but it wasn't, a lot of people weren't doing it. I mean, really, when did reggae really start to, 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 to be a part of hip-hop? You know? I don't know, it's hard to say, because I listen to, yeah. Mid-90s, late-90s, Fuji's, is Fuji's reggae-ish, no? No, they're Haitian. Mm, yeah. So it's more different style. Well, I mean... Well, and they're not all Haitian. Lauren Hill's not Haitian. No. She's from New York, but Wyclef is Haitian. He's Haitian. Haitian. Yeah. Creole. There you go. But um, but no, I mean, reggae, I was, you know, there's definitely all those reggae golds in the 90s and all that stuff. They still have them out. Um, but reggae in general is kind of similar to hip-hop where they'll take a certain song or beat or whatnot and then they'll add they'll change it up you know they'll put new lyrics on it or whatever and they just kind of compete and it's like a battle so there's a lot of that too where you have the same the same music but it's like a different it's a different song actually but so it's kind of similar and i think that's where hip-hop and reggae also they kind of just got inspired from one another but it goes back and forth there's like hip-hop songs that are turned into reggae songs it's like there's definitely a lot of back and forth with that speaking of reggae But that's it gets you dancing. 
at least me. like amazement do you see me i zoned out for a minute i lost it didn't i i was like looking at the computer like it's insane man yeah it's insane it's great let's see what we got exciting yeah This is great. Talk about the American flag. I like this song. I'm only going to talk about issues that you hear about often because there's too much lies and bullshit coming across the airwaves. Man, fuck radio too, by the way. (laughs) Teaching our kids that bullshit. Nobody wants to talk about it. You never hear Karis on the radio. Why would you? They wouldn't let, allow that. Because listen, nobody wants to link that shit. We talking about black people getting shot down in the street, kicking jobs, poor education, no housing, and then you got these pimps and hustlers on the radio. They used to call me on myself. Fuck out of you. That's from KRS. <laughs> And I'ma give you an example of what that shit looked like. Try. Turn it up. I'ma take you on a mission. You ain't here this slow in a minute. Have you heard? So intense. And him clearing his throat, it's like. <laughs> oh, it's slow. Dramatic. This is my type of shit. <laughs> Rilla, symbols of injustice and hatred, Confederate flag. Symbols of human enslavement, Confederate flag. But what about the red, white, and the blue American flag? Oh, you're not hearing this shit. Racists blew that flag when they captured you. American flag. Listen. I ain't here for selling shit. Me, I'm here for telling it. I tell it like it is so my people stay intelligent. We ended it. Racism, slavery, we ended it. This is why we bring it down the flag of the That's straight knowledge.
they land, what plans to take off that they had. I'm glad the Confederate flag is banned today, but the American flag is still flown by the KKK. Yeah, so he, like I said, he's he's teaching. He's uh, he, he's saying stuff that no, well, at least no artist that I know is saying in public and you know on tour. You know what I mean? I don't think he's scared. Like which, you know? how, how easy would it be for him just to do the hits? Yeah, that's probably what people were expecting. You know, oh, I'm sure. I'm but sure they're they're, wa- they're waiting he was to hear. There to use that time efficiently, effectively, and educate yeah, and, and use it like to the. It's not just the hits. You know, it's a more than that. Especially on on the eve of the Million Man March. Yeah. You and the the, the message that he gave Justin. Yeah, it's all about how, how easy would it be for him to say, tell noggin. tell Justin on on that shout out? How, how easy would it be for him to just say, Justin, follow your heart, follow your passion. You know what I mean? Whatever, some simple message. No, he he dug deep. Yeah, deep. I mean, think about that. I have thought about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, pretending like that message is for me, <laughs> using it to inspire myself. But that's a great message for a teenager. The perfect kind of message. So, yeah. Like no, he's not. He's not afraid. That's for sure. That he's is inspiring. Sure. Really amazing. It gives me sh- like chills and shivers. Yeah, and he just drops knowledge. I mean, he just he brings it in the uh, in the highest in the highest capacity. These are the issues you gotta know. This is what you gotta have on your heart. Truth. Truth. Oh, look, here, right? She said street poetry, right? Yeah. You wanna take it there? Take it. What you say when you see the devil in the What you say when you take the devil's crown? Say your eyes all things are changing. And that's something that's a, that's that I, I hear a lot. Let me pause that for a second. Is you know, if you listen to that, you may not have heard it, um, but if you if you did pick up on what what he just said about black women aren't just bitches, they're goddesses. You know what I mean? And whack MCs what they talk about. You know what I mean? They're talking about cars. They're talking about guns. They're talking about money. You know what I mean? They're not. They're not part of the revolution. Mm-hmm. And make no mistake, there is a revolution, and and the revolution starts in the mind. You know what I mean? So it's like people aren't saying that. They're not addressing it. They're they're, they're not. And there's a reason. There's a reason why all the artists today sound alike. And there's a reason why those artists are, you know prominent on the radio you just said you don't hear krs on the radio Mm -mm. you won't hear that because he's stimulating your mind Uh, any culture and i'm not saying one race it makes you think so you just don't think that's right yeah 
So you know, stagnant people is is better than a, than a, than a uh, than a thinking people. That's for sure. Because when you think, you question. You know what I mean? So that's uh, you know that's that's the fact that he brings that to his shows uh, speaks volumes. I respect that a lot. I think it's a good opportunity to be heard. And it makes every show more special and unique because you feel like it was a message for you in that moment. It's not going to say the same thing again, you know? Yeah. have so much energy 50 years old and still doing it and doing it strong very yeah yeah we 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 definitely need to see more of him and uh, you know like i said he's he's back in november actually he's here the same time george clinton is here he's on uh in norfolk virginia um yeah you you, you gotta see him live serious right there man i mean it says a lot and that's stuff that we've complained about on this podcast everyone sounds alike everyone's stealing everyone's flow you know what i mean just just you know they biters it's true you know what i mean and it's 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 everyone gets a pass for it you know motherfuckers get passes for it just because there's money involved and everybody just turns a blind eye but they got you got to start holding these these MCs accountable, mm-hmm. people accountable, filmmakers accountable, writers accountable, politicians accountable. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. 
does the one two everyone does the turn up my mic can't hear myself turn it up you know what i mean everyone goes uh uh you know yeah 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 (laughs) come on man they biting they biting and reciting you know what i mean that's crazy huh hey man it's it's one hell of a show and that's what's up people the uh i mean I can give you a little bit more if you want it. You know? <laughs> I got the whole thing, and I'm going to upload these on SoundCloud, too. So at some point, I'm going to upload. The, the the best audio I have is from the the Kane and the uh, KRS show. So I'll put those on the Malcolm Riddle SoundCloud account, and you guys can, can listen to the full audio content uh, available. But let's listen to this real quick before we close. Listen. I'm going to do a barrage of classics. I know we only got a little bit of time. But I'm going to give them the classics before I go. Here's this one more acapella, just poetry. I want you to leave with a higher consciousness. Listen. I got the lingo. Ling, ling. The lingo. The lingo. Ling, ling. The lingo. It's so fun. I got that lingo, the street lingo I bring you. Acronology for society now to cling to. Too many people think slow. I'm not just an OG. I'm an original hustler. Be like, oh, follow life's outcome willingly. That's flow. Wisdom, when I simply decide on more or more. I'm giving it to you raw like a razor. Faith, focus, and ignore these haters. Acronology is dope. Here's another one for faith. Write it down. For all it takes, hope. Broad your scope. It's to teach you, heard of me. I represent the struggle in the hood, most certainly. But struggle's more than a word to me. It's a situation that reminds us God's grace lasts eternally. Lady, love and develop yourself. H-Law, health, love, awareness, and wealth. Acronology is not just BRB or be right back. You gotta check the words you use. Like religious. It can mean realizing every life in God's image offers useful solutions. So why you cruising looking for a snack? Think diet. Did I eat that? Put down the cake, seek health and proper exercise. Rewind that, that spells shape. These are the words. Listen, you think that's over there? Are, are y'all familiar with this? Brings it. Hip hop style that many of us forgot about. Trump. Yeah, this is a song my son was reciting. Really? You know, that's why, man. I've been telling you all the time, man. Love. That word, love, is a very serious. 
the deal. My man. feeling it, aren't you? How can I not? I mean, when it's amazing, it's yeah. amazing. You know? How can I not feel it? Yeah, it makes you want to listen. It makes you just want to go back and just revisit the catalog. And that's what you guys should do. You guys should, you know, listen to the blueprint, the first blueprint, before Jay-Z did his blueprint. There was KRS, Boogie Down Productions. You know, go, go back to the first, the one that started it all, Criminal Minded. You know? Go back. By, by all means necessary. You know? Edutainment. You know? I mean, he, he's got, if you go on iTunes, he's got tons of albums out there under KRS that I haven't even heard. I've not even heard them. Yeah. You know? It's so, very, very large repertoire. Yeah. Uh oh. All started in the Bronx. I don't even want to stop it. Man. I can just let it keep playing for you guys. I don't even put it in SoundCloud. Just let this thing just keep playing. Re- yeah, it, that's the impact that it has on me. Again, it might not. I'm, I don't know how this will sound to you guys listening. Me just playing this uh, this style of audio. I'm sure it's not as entertaining, but uh, I appreciate everyone indulging. Uh, you know me. You also listening to this. I think you find some enjoyment in it. I Maybe. do. I Maybe. imagine. I'm imagining it. You know what I mean. So it makes my imagination go, and I love that kind of stuff. I mean, this is scintillating to me. Yeah. It really is. This like really energizes me, and it makes me happy. I wish I was there, but at least I get to hear it. You gotta just go for it, man. Next time. Oh, I'm I'm patrolling. I'm on the internet. I type <laughs> in Karis One Tour just to see if anything's been added. Good. Keep me posted, and I'll work something out. He still loves his music. It still hypes him, you know? <laughs> it's Because yeah, I was worried, you know what I mean, when I'm talking to him. I'm sure he's heard it a thousand times, and he probably, you know how you see, I've seen movies and artists always, you know, like you hear about Radiohead, they don't want to sing Creep. You hear about all these different artists where they're like, they don't want to sing the hits. They're tired of it. But uh, even him in some he way. He has such a large repertoire, though, you know what I mean? So no, he doesn't like, seem like he's tired of it. But he's so he's having fun with it, and he he's educated. It. Yeah, that's the key, man. He's doing what he loves. And I'm not saying those other artists aren't. You know, maybe they're they were in a specific area in their life when they created those songs, and they've moved on, and now they want to do the new stuff. But you know, a lot of us they grow up with you. Doesn't matter which artist it is, but you can tell you grew up on those quote unquote hits. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I still like to find those gems on the album that nobody knows. It's uh, like my jam. I'm like, that's my shit. Like, I always find one of those. So. This is cool right here. Oh, yeah. I've been over this. He's always teaching. He does it. He does. He plays by his rules. You know what I mean. He plays by his rules, and he uh, he does not. Uh, he doesn't sell out. You know what I mean. He does not sell out. He he he. he, he you know he, he's exactly the way he he has portrayed himself over the years, and uh, it, it doesn't change. It doesn't it doesn't get any better than that. You know what I mean. That's true. It's amazing. It is amazing, and uh, yeah. What's I mean to to cap it off? What, I mean, what's better than this? Yo, Justin, what up, man? KRS, I'm here at this comic concert. I'm about to go on, but yo, the mind, the mind, M I N D. Don't waste your mind. Visualize yourself greater than what you are. Hey, Domino, motherfucker. The American Riddle Podcast. Man, Malcolm Riddle. The American Riddle Podcast. 